Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right. I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? I never asked to be a mountain. I never asked to fly. Remember when you came to me and told me of his life. You didn't understand my love. You don't know why I tried. And the rain was falling on that day And 
coming in hot. As though I could hear myself. Anyways, good evening. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's theatrical community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia, 11.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. Our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west past Point Grey, and across the Salish Sea. Where our frequency sometimes scraps with our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and then east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in on channel 7023, at least in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else that your net takes you, find us on the web at www.citr.ca. My name is Gak, and I'll be hopping on my horse, however high he or she is, for the next two hours. So brace yourself for some pontificating along with some ponderosin. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now, 604-822-2487. That spells out UBC. C-I-T-R, if you were to ignore the area code, because I have not come up with a crafty mnemonic or T9 representation. Please do keep it short and sweet to the point, since we are mixing everything live, we're doing research, and uh, we are trying to figure out why I'm not hearing anything. Some fun for when the music starts again and my yapping stops. You can email anytime, RadioFreeGack at gmail.com for questions, comments, concerns, requests, suggestions, submissions, and something else I probably already said and have completely forgot because this is not scripted. At least that part, goodness, portions of everything else you hear. Exploding Head Movies is also on Facebook and Tumblr under its given name. You can follow me on Twitter at 100air and on Instagram, I am my Although, I'm not sure what's happening on Tumblr as of late. Been looking at Flickr right now. I'm going to have to start disabling that based on pricing and other stuff. Because the web, 2018, is getting weirder. So hopefully you had a fine weekend. I must say that this autumn we've had in Vancouver harkens back to the splendor for ones I'm used to in the yawk. That said, the spa rain that we've received so far has kept the smoke of the Californian fires away. Though not enough really to provide snow on North Shore. We start off with Beth Orton along with the Chemical Brothers and originally recorded over 20 years ago, but only released this uh, just a couple weeks ago. That was their version of Tim Buckley's I Never Asked You to Be at Your Mountain. In Buckley, it was a singer-songwriter who was part of the folk scene of the 70s, well, 60s and 70s, before he branched out into multiple other genres. Also father of Jeff Buckley, and Tim only managed to live two years longer than his equally ill-fated son. Orton is an English singer-songwriter from Norfolk, although she spent her formative years in East London. And Orton has been known for mixing folk and electronic music, otherwise known as Folktronica, which was quite novel in the 90s. And along with recording with the Chemical Brothers, she's recorded uh, with acts like William Orbit, Andrew Weatherall, and Red Snapper. With the Chemical Brothers, she's recorded songs like Alive Alone, Where Do I Start?, and the state we're in. Orton's most recent album, 
It's 2016's Kid Sticks, but earlier this year, she set up her own label, Lost Leaves, to put out unreleased songs, such as I Never Has to Be Your Mountain, and apparently there's a big well of material to be put out as little releases here or there. As for the Chemical Brothers, their most recent album is 2015's Born in the Echoes, but a few singles have come out since then, including one from a couple weeks ago called Free Yourself, which is set up to be the lead single for their new album called No Geography, due out in spring 2019. And uh, they will be touring live, and I've seen some West Coast dates in May, although primarily in California for what I've seen so far. They'll be touring with uh, one of the beasts of the DJ land as a light of Black Madonna. Curious how they do live as of late. They are punishing live in a glorious way with great visuals, but uh, one half of the brothers, Ed Simons, has not been touring as of late. Although that was originally tied to academic work. Otherwise, hopefully you're hearing some music in the background. I see the appropriate levels. But my headphones aren't working. Uh, what you should be hearing is Bezier from the Cosmologist 12-inch, released back in 2016, through... Honey's sound system label, Honey Tracks. This should be De Quell. This is the alias of Robert Yang, a San Francisco-based Taiwanese-American multi-instrumentalist, along with being a DJ. Bezier's debut album, Parlez Musique, came out this past March. So there have been a lot of deaths in the movie world over the past few weeks, so this week's episode is a bit of catch-up to all that. Or at least what I can. There's a big episode lineup for next week. Uh, but for this week, there are two composers that I particularly want to highlight with a sampling of their soundtrack work. It'll be Stelvio Cipriani and Francis Lai. And both represent the European sound they associate with the 60s and 70s. A couple big hits to be found here and there, and some of the songs you may have heard in other films. But uh, we'll also touch upon music from the films associated with the legendary novelist screenwriter William Goldman along with some other recent news. So yeah, we'll hold off on Marvel Maven Stan Lee for next week's episode. But let's start with a couple acts that by name and sound live up nicely. Low Leaf, that's the moniker of Hollywood Filipino Angelica Lopez. And though she grew up studying piano at an early age, by grade three she took up the harp. Although she paused during a college after her teacher retired, and she started making beats. But once she graduated, she combined the two. From this year's Primitiva EP, this will be Lowleaf with DNA Feels. You are now listening to Exploding Head Movies live from the realms of Studio A of the organic little station that you know and love at CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Off to explore the cabling that is CIT World Headquarters.
British Columbia is in the middle of an electoral referendum. Throughout November, eligible voters will be asked to choose between the current system of first-past-the-post or one based on proportional representation. But what is proportional representation? The name gives a lot away. These are systems that match the overall proportion of votes cast in the province to the proportion of elected MLAs. That is, a party that gets 30% of the votes gets 30% of the seats in the legislature. To learn more about First Past the Post and the proportional representation systems, go to uvotebc.ca. If you haven't received your ballot, go to elections.bc.ca to find out how.
Magic. That is two sets. Well, a set of two volume controls, and suddenly I can hear myself. Alas, you've probably heard me for a while already. But that means you are excellent listeners, as opposed to me. Off of this year's double negative, we heard low with fly. The Duluth, Minnesota trio have taken the past few years to digest how terrible seemingly American, along with parts of global life, is. And is reflected in how this album sounds, so the sound was breaking apart. And if you sense a connection with fellow Midwestern Bon Iver, well, they did record in the same place, in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Because Minnesota and Wisconsin go together like, as though I'm putting two fingers side by side with each other, like you can see what I'm doing. But yeah, like cheese on toast. Lowe will be touring in 2019 through Europe and North America, and they'll be actually playing the Imperial on March 19th. And in contrast to their early, quote-unquote, slowcore days, where they'd turn down the volume and audience members would sit, uh, they've definitely branched out sonically, as we just heard. And before Lowe, we heard Low Leaf off of the Primitiva EP. Those DNA feels, and that's with a Z at the end. And behind me, this is Matthew Bridgem and Augustine Mayuga Gonzalez with Fall, The Smell of Mushroom. And you can find this on the Stardew Valley Piano Collections album, which uh, converts the pleasant ambient noises from the original video game, where you hear like kalimba, melodica, and flutes, and other sort of synthy elements. It kind of makes it a little bit more melancholic, as it were. I need to dig up some other soundtracks from video games I've played over the past year or so. As I should quickly check through past playlists, I have not even touched upon Cuphead yet, which was such a blast, but might save it for more of a jazzy show. But we're going to veer off in a country now, and uh, we'll start off with the set with the Pistol Annies. I definitely haven't gone Western in quite some while, mostly since uh, it's one playlist that keeps getting bumped as uh, news keeps thwarting my plans. Because ideally, we want to try to keep things somewhat current. Until I have to run away screaming, and then I come up with a genre exercise. But yeah, Pistol Annie is a super group consisting of Miranda Lambert, Ashley Monroe, and Angelina Presley. No relation to Elvis. And uh, they debuted on a 2011 CBS music special. And earlier this month, they put out their third album called Interstate Gospel. 
Here's one of the three singles that has appeared over the past little while in tribute to that album. Highlighting uh, one of the themes you associate with country and western music, the idea of divorce. So this will be the Pistol Annies with Got My Name Changed Back. This is Gak. My name staying as such for now. There's been no threat of that for a while. This is CITR 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Transgender Week of Resilience was created by trans people in the United States to widen the focus of the Transgender Day of Remembrance. It seeks to honor and celebrate living trans people, especially trans people of color, alongside memorializing those murdered and killed by anti-trans violence.
Get more rootsy there off the 2015 EP Paper Thin. That was DeNova with Gimme. DeNova's a quartet headed up by Giovanna, and amongst the other personnel, her piano teacher helps out. Let's talk of a full album, though things have been pretty silent since 2016. And before DeNova, we were at Pistol Annie's with Got My Name Changed Back. Now for the first bit of news here, tied to the music in the background, off the 1963 album The Lightning Fingers of Roy Clark. This is the Texas Twists. 
Clark was a profoundly talented musician, capable of playing the guitar, banjo, and fiddle across many styles and sometimes at least all on the same song live. He had hit songs like Yesterday, When I Was Young, and Thank God and Greyhound. But he's probably best known as being one of the hosts of the syndicated country music variety show from the 70s and 80s. Hee-haw! Staple of the Gack household growing up. Roy Clark hosted it with Buck Owens, and for me, the comedy was kind of so-so, and uh, along with the country tropes, but it was a great exposure for a lot of music that I wouldn't have necessarily heard otherwise in Thunder Bay, although I do remember CJLB, 1230 AM. Dad played a lot of country in the truck. Um, but yes, Clark, one of the funny guys on the show, which uh, used humor to combat his shyness consummate performer always great live with a story to tell i was watching some past austin city limits where he appeared alas clark died november 15th this year his tulsa home to the complications after stemming from pneumonia he was 85 years old i definitely have to comb through various libraries for more roy clark music since what i found online was uh kind of limited that album the lightning fingers well worth listening to, but I need to find some more stuff with vocals. Anyways, also in the news is Neil Young. Not for anything particular in his life, except, oh yeah, his house burnt down again. But yeah, he lives in California, and uh, amongst the wicked wildfires that have hit that state, that have left over 70 dead, and currently over 1,000 missing. His home, he confirmed a couple of days ago, was one of the ones consumed in the fast-moving fires. Of course, recent news tied to it is that the 45th President of the United States decided to visit, and of course, not really displaying much empathy for those people that uh, have been impacted, like the towns of Paradise and, uh, was it Oxnar? No, that's an Anderson Pack album that just came out, uh, Fortuna? There's a lot of coastal cities ranging from L.A. up past San Francisco to the northern parts of the state. But of course, all he talks about is force management. Instead of climate change and uh, looping into my home country is how the Finns rake their forests in Finland clean. Despite the fact that Finland doesn't really have forest fires, because guess what? It's a swamp. And Finland could actually probably take better care of its forests, because they haven't had a fire in a while. Sweden's been on fire over the past summer. And guess what? California has a completely different ecosystem. So you know what? Something else is at play. But hey. Science. Apparently it's a mystery for enough people in charge. So yes, Neil Young here. This song was slated to be on his 1974 album, Homegrown, one of the numerous albums that uh, the former Ontarian scrapped in the midst of other stuff. But uh, this appeared on an Aquarium Drunkard collection from a little while ago. This came from 1974 off of something called The Sad Movies, a Secret History of Neil Young from 1973 to 1978. Here's Neil Young, the song recorded as part of the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young Doom Tour, I think from 74, and sometimes appearing on some shows in the 90s. This will be a sadly uh, fateful song called Home Fires. I'd like to play a new song for you now. 
I sing the new ones much better than I sing the old ones. <laughs> it's just because they're happening to me right now. Are you considering a master's degree? Launch your career with a master's in digital media. It's offered by UBC, SFU, Emily Carr, and BCIT. And you get to work with the industry to learn essential collaboration, leadership, and teamwork skills while building digital media products. Learn more about this at an online webinar on December 6th. For more information, visit the cdm.ca. That is thecdm.ca. Jumped in the truck, he had sweat on his neck So it was 
Phoenix, Arizona. That was the smiles and frowns. Off of their self-titled 2009 album through the Peppermint Hill label. That song was Huevos Rancheros. Smiles and Frowns is and potentially was the duo of Adam Matson and Christopher James. Been relatively quiet since that album came out. Not sure what's happened since. Mostly because I accidentally worked down Alberta instead of Arizona, and I'm <laughs> got lost with what was going on. And behind me, don't think that the song is named after the Calgary band, or at least the song we heard. This song is the girl from N A N A I M O, the girl from Nanaimo. This is Huevos Rancheros of their 1995 album Dig In, their first through the mint label after putting out their debut through CZ Innsville, I think it was. We're relying on memory there. Boy, whoever's Rancheros played a little bit of them a couple weeks ago when there was news of Brent Cooper and his missing guitars. I haven't seen much in the way of updates as of late whether the final guitar that was stolen from a storage locker was retrieved. Hopefully it comes back soon since there's enough word within the music community there to go hunt it down. Up next here on Exploding Head Movies, we're going to hop to another part of the country. We're going to head to Windsor, Ontario next. Stephen Olteen Lep records as the Tire Swing Company. Very rootsy sound here, but a very resonant baritone voice at play. Everything I've heard from the Tire Swing Company fits that nice sort of vein where it's not too cheery. Because heaven knows, I, I don't like any cheeriness at all. Off of 2015 release, Time Away, here's the Tire Swing Company with I'd Name You Aubrey. Uh 
Join us every other Wednesday from 6.30 to 8 p.m. for Sam Squanch's Hideaway with your host, Anita B., as she plays all Canadian music with a focus on indie rock and pop. Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you!
Sounds like it should be Maneater. But we're not hollow notes here. Uh, what we just heard from 2016's Outside Observer, which remains their most recent release. That was the Dories with caps. Dories hail from Montreal. Wonderful little quartet. And what do we have? I'm mixing everything up here right now. My name's Gak. Everything's wrong. Just me. In the background here, this is Gypsophilia. And off of a Ford Music sampler from 2017, this is Mensch Fresser. Wondrous kind of like German, slightly Hasidic influence here. And that's what you expect from Gypsy Jazz. Gypsophilia is out of Halifax, and as their name alludes to, it's 30s-style jazz music, harkening back to the time of Django Reinhardt. There's bands in town like Van Django that play this style, although there's enough variance here. A little bit more folky, some other modern instrumentation too. Alas, Gypsophilia has retired from music. 2017 was their farewell. quality stuff. Something I shouldn't really talk over. And something, honestly, I should line up with more uh, of what's coming later on in the show. Because, yeah, we're going to be profiling music from uh, two European composers. The Italian Stelvio Cipriani and the French Francis Lai. Because, yeah, we're going to get a little bit more jazz later on in the show associated with that, but... Interesting mix of like easy listening with a bit of the spaghetti western, although there's a terminology for the European made westerns that harkens if it's cheaper than spaghetti, it's a macaroni western. Because, yeah, everyone looked at Sergio Leone and one other musician whom we go from also in the show for influence. Knockoffs of knockoffs, as it were. All right, next up. Let's talk about Shindig, CI Terror's annual battle of the bands. We're in the midst of the first round. I think it is week six this week. Thursdays at the Hastings Mill Brewing Company, formerly Pat's Pub, on 403 East Hastings. Three bands play, one wins, and they go into the next round. So we're in the depths of that. Everything starts early this year. Thursdays start at around 7, 7.30. Everything's wrapped up by 10, so it's early. Easier to sort of get around with. I was hoping to play all three bands at one point, but we've pared it down just to one. So here's one of the bands playing this Thursday along with Boys in Blush and Pudding. They're known as Teak Physique, and they self-released an album earlier this year called Living Space. Here's Teak Physique with a song name I can't pronounce. La Paul Marshall. There we go.
happy, 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 boing, 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 boing. Jack is missing. From Abbotsford, that was Cheap High, and off of their debut album, at least so far the only one on record I have, 2016 Subterranean Suburbia, that was Tooth and Nail. Uh, behind me, this is Ennio Morricone, uh, from the soundtrack to the 1979 film Bloodline. This is the main title, slash love theme. Ennio Morricone turned 90 years old a couple weeks back. And uh, at some point, I need to salvage a profile from last year after seeing him live uh, as the podcast server ran out of space. The file went wacky, and everything I had traveled for kind of got messed up. So I might save it as a pre-record to rescue for one show I may have to miss. We'll figure it out. But Ennio Morricone is still touring through Europe in honor of the 60 years he's been tied to film music. My name's Gak, you're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM, broadcasting from unseated Musqueam territory, 
from the Student Nest on UBC campus. If you can't tune in on 11.9 FM or Telesoptic Channel 7023, find us online, www.citr.ca. We'll go for local acts, although right now they've been spending time in Europe and Tunisia. They're known as cult babies. I'll go with something off their 2015 album, Off to See the Lizard. This is On a Roll, which is something I am completely not on this show.
British Columbia is in the middle of an electoral referendum. Throughout November, eligible voters will be asked to choose between the current system of first-past-the-post or one based on proportional representation. Rural Urban Proportional is one of three options for proportional representation. It implements two different PR systems in different regions. Mixed-member proportional will be used in rural regions, and single transferable vote is used in urban regions. This combination attempts to balance proportionality and to respect British Columbia's unique geography. To learn more about First Past the Post and the proportional representation systems, go to uvotebc.ca. If you haven't received your ballot, go to elections.bc.ca to find out how. Mikachu and the Shapes, off of the 2008, yes, 2008, as opposed to 2008, 2008 album Jewelry, we heard Golden Phone. Mikachu and the Shapes is headed up by Mika Levy, known for some recent soundtrack work, films that we have profiled in the past here 
on exploding head movies like Under the Skin. And your Oscar nominated turn for Jackie. Need to dig up what is next lined up, because I know Levy was looking at potentially doing some other soundtrack work, but she never felt like she had to be confined to a specific role. And in the background here, this is new music from Sarah Devachi. Off of her latest album, Gave In Rest. This is the closing track here. Waking. Devachi has had a strong connection to the Vancouver art scene for quite some time. Uh, she's still listed as a seasonal instructor at Simon Fraser University. But as of late, she's been living in Los Angeles and uh, exploring a little bit more tonal work there. But she's always dabbled with various instruments to explain you know, their timbres and specific sound profiles that you wouldn't find otherwise. She should have to keep her eyes peeled since she is coming back to town to play a show at the Redgate Arts Center. I completely blanked on the last word there. But yeah, she'll be at Redgate on December 21st on Solstice. So before that show, we'll make sure we get some more of her recent music into your ears. Let's talk about the soundtracks that are out this week as new releases go. Uh, the Green Book has been scored by Chris Bowers, and that's coming out through Milan Records. Otherwise, the latest part of the Rocky series, which itself is turning into its own series, Creed 2. Score albums coming out by Ludwig Göransson through MC, MGM Records. And then a song album will be coming out through Eardrummer and Interscope. And in the Apocalypse, soundtracks provided by Roddy Hart, Tommy Riley, along with various artists that's coming out through Interscope Records. Sophia Holtzquist's music from Invisible Hands will be coming out through Little Twig. Jeff Russo's score to Mile 22 is coming out on vinyl through Sony Classical. And the BBC Radiophonic Workshop provides the music to Possum. And that's coming out on compact disc. As re-releases go, this one I'm looking forward to. The complete soundtrack to David Byrne's film True Stories. And the movie itself is coming out through Criterion shortly. David Byrne, Talking Heads, and various artists provide the complete score via non-such records, so expect a lot of John Goodman. Otherwise, uh, Rimin Jawadi provides the music to HBO's Westworld Season 2. That's coming out through Water Tower Music. Waking is a pretty quiet song. But yeah. Up next, what do we have? Coming to town, Georgia Smith, the English singer from the West Midlands, She's collaborated with acts like Drake and Stormzy. She put out her debut album, Lost and Found, this year, and I like what I've heard so far. And in support of that release, she is touring. She last played in town at the Biltmore, but tomorrow, Tuesday, November 20th, she is playing the Orpheum. To get started at $46 through Ticketmaster, there's still a handful of them left. Of course, expect the usual service fees. We'll listen to a song that she co-wrote and performed with Kendrick Lamar off of one of the Marvel films that came out this year. So this will be, I guess, our little Stan Lee bit for this week as a prelude for what's happening next week. Off of Black Panther, this is Georgia Smith with I Am. Thank you. 
trying to see my homecoming And of course somebody's always gonna say something Try and shoot me down for voicing my own opinion Triggering a part of me that's always been indifferent Subject, but not blind to me, and I know that this margin ain't too small for me. Not too real, not too much. I need more, not enough. government now covers medications that could reduce your chances of contracting HIV by 90%. PREP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis and is a preventative measure that HIV negative folks can take to reduce their risk of becoming positive. Health Initiative for Men suggests that if you have had sex with a partner with HIV, have had a recent STI, have multiple sexual partners, have a history of inconsistent or no condom use, are currently involved in sex work, or have had repeated courses of post-exposure prophylaxis, then you might want to think about looking into PREP measures. CATR and Discorder are not medical professionals. Please refer to your doctor for more information. This holiday season, you're invited to the first annual presentation of The Minties, Mint Records Award Show and Mandatory Holiday Function. On Saturday, December 1st, dust off your cummerbund and diamonds and point your limo in the direction of the opulent ballroom of the Astoria Hotel at 769 East Hastings. The night will be a non-stop display of glitz and glamour, hosted by the legendary Ben Lai. You'll be rubbing elbows and watching sets from the biggest stars of Team Mint, 
including Dumb, Woolworm, Faith Healer, Lie, Needles and Pins, Energy Slime, Calarissa, and special guests, Neki. Tickets are on sale now at Red Cat Records and Neptune Records. Ta-ta!
off of her 2018 overload of Georgia M. Muldrow with Canadian Hillbilly. Something I know nothing about. Just a part of me. Muldrow's been an active part of the music scene for quite some time. Debut uh, releases came out in 2006 to the Stones Throw label. The Overload marks her first release through Flying Lotus's Brain Feeder label. But the important thing about Muldrow is she's already had quite the influence on culture because she is the one that brought Stay Woke to consciousness. Pitchfork has a great article right now in their level section about Muldrow and how wokeness is associated with her. Although woke is a term associated from uh, the hipster scene of the 1960s. But it was riffing with uh, saxophone player Lakeisha Benjamin where the idea of stay woke happened because she said, man, I try to stay woke, but I gotta get to sleep. So it resulted in a t-shirt. And over time, it became her own motto, but Georgia Ann Muldrow worked with Erica Badu on her 2008 album, New America Part One, Fourth World War, where the song Master Teacher features the chorus of I Stay Woke. So it's amazing how culture works sometimes. Now, let's talk about William Goldman, legendary screenwriter. Though he started off as a novelist in the 1950s, he wrote books like Marathon Man, Magic, which were both adapted to the film. He got into screenwriting by accident. Actually, in writing, he got a lot of feedback during school that it wasn't good, but worked with his brother on Broadway. And in 1973, he wrote a novel called The Princess Bride, which he adapted into a 1987 film. Directed by Rob Reiner. And behind me, from that score, it's Mark Knopfler with The Cliffs of Insanity. Now, a few years ago, Exploding Head Movies did have a profile on that classic fantasy tale, although it was with guest host Val Cormier since I was in the Philippines at the time. And The Princess Bride is perhaps Goldman's best work, as it dismantled fairy tale structures. Directed by Rob Reiner, starring Carrie Ellis, Robin Wright, Andre the Giant, Mandy Potemkin, and Billy Crystal. And there actually is a 30th anniversary release coming out through Criterion, so expect some quality remastering right there. So, up next for you, we'll have a couple cues from William Goldman Films, and we'll, oddly enough, as it turned out, these are the two films he won Oscars for, for screenplay. So... We'll go off of 1976's All the President's Men, which we profiled here on Exploding Hemis for very political reasons. The Story of Watergate, as directed by Alan J. Pakula, starring Dustin Hoffman and Robert Redford. So, here's David Shire's score from All the President's Men. This is Creep Sequence 2, version 1. And you stay tuned. We'll get a little bit of something that... Uh, doesn't associate with the weather quite yet, but soon. Mm-hmm. 
member of CITR and Discorder. But are you a true friend? Get a Friends of CITR and Discorder card for $20 for discounts on Main Street at Antisocial Skateboard Shop, Biltmore Cabaret, Red Cat Records, Lucky Comics, The Wallflower Modern Diner, Neptune Records, The Rag Machine, The Regional Assembly of Text, and so many more. Old or New Testament? I think the New Testament. The question is, Pilate, remember Pilate from the New Testament? What's this Pilate? He fiddled well. Yeah, no, well, just a minute. Let me ask the question, then you can give me the answer, okay? Did Pilate want Jesus to be crucified? Yeah, uh, uh, Pontius Pilate washed his hands of it. So did he want him to be crucified? Yeah. No. 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 Well, tune in every Friday afternoon, 3.30 to the night, watch Well, find a good church. It'll help you. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Raindrops are falling on my head And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed Nothing seems to fit those raindrops are falling on my head, they keep falling. So I just did me some talking to the sun. And I said I didn't like the way he got things done. Sleeping on the job, those raindrops are falling on my head.
from the 1969 soundtrack to Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. We're at BJ Thomas with raindrops keep falling on my head. And that was not intentional that I'd sync up with the catchiness of the background cover by Ray Davies and the Button Down Brass from 1971. Everyone, everybody's talking about those guys. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Music was written by Burt Bacharach and then lyrics by Hal David. One of the big partnerships that uh, has existed through music as of late. And the film was directed by George Roy Hill, starring Paul Newman and Robert Redford. Redford also starring in the film queue we heard beforehand with Dustin Hoffman, uh, all the president's been. Butch Cassidy tells the story of the real-life outlaw gang from the 19th century, though the liberties were taken historically. Of course, Redford did have a keen eye towards the film as he took his character's name, Sundance. He started up the Sundance Film Festival in Park City, Utah with it. Butch Cassidy and Sundance came and won four Oscars, Best Cinematography, particular to Exploding Head Movies' interests, Best Original Score, but not for a musical, and the best song, as we hear him. The fourth was for the best original screenplay by William Goldman, since it was based on his book about Butch Cassidy. And William Goldman won an Oscar for All the President's Men for Best Adapted Screenplay, based on Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward's book. William Goldman died November 16th this year in New York due to complications from colon cancer and pneumonia, and he was 87 years old. Let's get into our film composer profiles here of those who recently deceased. And we'll go to Italy first with Stelvio Cipriani, born in Rome, 1937. And he didn't grow up really with a musical background in his family. But by going to church, he was fascinated by the organ. And a priest gave him his first music lessons, with which he was able to get into the Santa Cecilia Conservatory when he was 14. Played on cruise ships, which allowed him to meet Dave Brubeck famous jazz pianist so talk a little bit more about his life but we'll go off the first soundtrack he ever put out from 1966 the bounty killer this will be the spaghetti western that people call a macaroni western because it's not a bounty hunter no it's a bounty killer here's stelvio cipriani with the alternative take to carousello de sangue a carousel of blood
So from the score to the bounty killer, that was Stelvio Cipriani. First off with an alternate take of Carosolo de Sangue. Then we heard the main theme, the bounty killer. Now, behind me, from one of the 1970 Tecci films, the term similar to giallo although in this case this movie combines both giallo is what we associate with uh, italian horror giallo referring to jelly since as much blood is thrown around it feels gooey but yeah the police crime movies so off of the 1974 film la polizia cia di aioto Although translated to English as, what have they done to your daughters? This is Cipriani here with the main theme. Now, I found this on an interesting soundtrack album that combines three of Cipriani's Poliziotechki albums or soundtracks, since it combines with uh, La Polizia Sta Guardarde and what we're about to hear. So. Different style here, definitely fitting in the 70s, although still keeping up his brass sound. And yeah, we'll go off of something of 1975's La Polizia Halemane Legate, based on a real crime incident that happened involving a bombing in Italy in 1969 by neo-fascists. It's known as Killer Cop. It tries to retell that story faithfully. Also found this on the Beretta 70 compilation featuring all manners of classic Italian police crime stories. Here's Stelvio Cipriani with La Polizia Alemane Legate.
originally from his 1969 score from The Great Kidnapping, but repurposed in the 1977 film Tentacoli. Also used by Quarantino and Death Proof. That was Stelvio Cipriani with Tentacles. Amongst Cipriani's recent work, he did a couple documentary shorts, but I see films like Balando y Silenzio, The Winter 3D, and The Vatican Museums. Not too much on the English side, but a lot of his uh, scores were appreciated later on. For instance, uh, from Bloodstained Shadow and Papaya, Love Goddess of the Cannibals, all released on vinyl. Cipriani died October 1st this year. He'd been suffering from uh, ischemia, which is a restriction of the blood supply to tissues, which means that uh, oxygen's not getting to all parts of the body. He was 81 years old. Meanwhile, as time is running by, and I realize how ambitious this show was, we're going to hear as much Francis lies we can here. In the background, this is Jerry Moore off of the 1971 album Hammond Fever with his cover of Francis Lies' Oscar-winning song, the theme to Love Story. It does have uh, lyrics made famous by Andy William with Where Do I Begin? Lies, a French composer, born in Nice, 1932. Learned the accordion and piano. Moved to France in the 50s, where he accompanied Edith Piaf. But he's known for many a cue, and right now we're picking at least three here. I'll probably go with one of his most famous ones here. From the score to the 1966 film, Un Homme et Une Femme. This is the very famous instrumental theme. I would have provided the English or the French versions of it, but kind of sticks out of his own and you listen to it you're like oh yeah I know that here we go
from the 1966 film directed by Claude Lelouch, starring Anouk Ami and Jean-Louis. Oh my god, Trintige Gina. Should have practiced that before. About a young widow and a widower who meet by chance at their children's boarding school. Francis Lai with the theme, Une homme et une femme. Meanwhile, background here. This is Francis Lai with Young Freedom. And I found this off of Cosmic Machine 2, the sequel. Voyage across French cosmic and electronic avant-garde music from 1970-1980. And the sales from 1976. Would provide more information, but there is a show waiting in the wings, breathing down my neck to get in place here, so... Yes, in the future, I should not try to cram two profiles along with a token third one and other random stuff here. So, quality stuff. But yeah, let me talk about Francis Lai, at least in life. Because he worked on many a film. And yeah, for Love Story, which uh, American romantic drama Directed by Arthur Hiller, starring Ali McGraw and Ryan O'Neill as young lovers. Francis Lai had worked up until 2015, mostly in France. I see une plus une. Continue on with the one plus one theme. Whole bunch of uh, the 1970s exploitation films as well too. But yeah, uh, Francis Lai died in his hometown of Nice on November 7th this year. No reason of death announced, although the mayor indicated that he had been suffering for a little bit of time there. And Francis Lai was 86, so I'll try to do a repaired profile on Francis Lai later on. We'll see how much time is left in 2018. Such as it is. We'll get one more cue for in your ears, but before anything else, let me just say that's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Thankfully, based on how many things went wrong. Coming up at 9, it is the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker, and it'll take you to midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Otherwise, this episode will appear on the C Exploding Head Movies show page at www.citr.ca. I'll see if I can get Facebook and Twitter with some of the other cues I'd hoped to share from Francis Lai, but we'll repair some stuff. We'll try again. Live radio being as it is, since I try to program 80 minutes worth of music. Apparently, I gave you 65 before I yapped your ears off. Next week, as promised, we're going to look at Stan Lee, the man behind Marvel. And I've been juggling through a whole bunch of the associated movie and soundtrack cues, but I think I'm going to just lock on Spider-Man because there's a lot of flexibility there. So, such as it were. Otherwise, November continues. Suspiria is out a remake of the classic Giallo film, and Tom York from Radio provides a score. So that should be what happens, though if more news mayhem continues, I might bump that to the 2018 year in review. But again, that complicates all matters of stuff, because as you can tell, the two hours that is exploding hit movies each week tries to share you as much as possible. So got one last cue from Francis Lai here. And this appears on the 1969 soundtrack to La Leçon Particulière, which I can't find the English name for anywhere. So 
maybe it did not travel outside. But I did find this in Volume 1 of the Stereo Ultra compilation series. Punchy little tune. It was Francis Lai. Le, le Temme d'Olivier. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. Somebody better take care of me. <laughs>